listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. everyone and welcome to the voice of charity this is bridget murphy director of communications for catholic charities filling in for michael bear but we have a special guest in the studio today she's not a guest at all she's our <laughs> rightful host welcome back marie Jokum. thank you it's so nice to be back with you bridget um it's just good to good to be able to talk with all of you and get back to chatting about the great things catholic charities is doing all the time but particularly during um this interesting time in our world as you know since march as the effects of the coronavirus became more significant in all our lives. Catholic Charities staff members have been working tirelessly to ensure that basic services and programs continue uninterrupted, uninterrupted for our most vulnerable clients. That's right. And part of the reason we've missed you for a couple weeks is that Marie, along with a couple of our guests this morning, has been overseeing a lot of our food provision. Catholic Charities does a great deal of food service, including Suppers for the homeless, food pantries, uh, home-delivered meals for seniors, all of which has been ramped up during the pandemic. So we're glad to have you back, but we know you've been doing important work. Absolutely. And we, um, you know, we're going to have a show at some point where we will talk about all the crazy awesome things that have been happening with our supper programs throughout Cook and Lake County. But today we're going to talk to two amazing women who've had a great deal of knowledge and experience to share with us on two of our biggest food programs, our food pantries and our women, infant and children or WIC stores. So please welcome Sharon Tillman, who is the department director for our family stabilization service and Talay Vanek, who's assistant director of our special supplemental food department. Welcome, Sharon and Tal. Thank you so Thank much, you. Marie. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you this morning. Great. Sharon and Tal, we're going to have you both um, give our listeners an overview of your areas of responsibility. But um, Sharon, why don't we start with you? Okay. Well, first of all, I direct the Family Stabilization Services Department. All that means is that uh, we actually provide services to families and individuals who experience some kind of an emergency or some kind of a crisis or some event that has caused them to be in need of their basic human needs. We're talking food, clothes, shelter, that kind of thing. Um, when people, most people who come to us are in need of food, and at that point, we take that as an opportunity to be able to give more of a holistic assessment and be able to see what the other issues are. We are well aware that if people are coming in from food for food, there are other issues as well. We operate eight food pantries in Cook and suburban Cook County, and we also have another pantry actually in Lake County. Um, those food pantries, along with we also have clothing rooms in most of those uh, pantries. We offer um, 
assistance with SNAP applications and uh, helping folks to complete those applications to get SNAP benefits as well as medical benefits. We additionally offer um, uh, assistance with with uh, workforce development for SNAP clients who are those single SNAP clients, and uh, we also offer financial assistance with to help with rent and uh, rent and mortgage and uh, transportation and utilities kind of thing. So we've got a wide array of services uh, that we can offer folks who are really just needing that basic kind of help. Sharon, and that's one of the things I think is I've always thought and still think uh, that's so great about your area is you are in many ways the entry point um, to not only folks who are in major crisis, but also to other services. And I've um, witnessed firsthand your workers kind of helping walk through that holistic approach. So I think it's what you do is so crucial to Catholic Charities. Can you share with us how family stabilization services have been affected by COVID-19? Because I know they have. Oh, absolutely. You know, this has been uh, the most unusual time ever. And so we we at Family Stave have to do some of the same things that everybody else has to do. We have to figure out new ways to do things. We've had to figure out how to be able to continue to serve people and get those needs met in more of a virtual kind of way. And how do you do that? I mean, and that's particularly difficult for us because our job is connecting with people and sitting down and kind of having that one-on-one. So we've had to make some changes. We've had to try to figure out how to give food without having as much interaction. So we've got things going on in some pantries like drive-through pantries. Uh, we've had to kind of mark off things and say, okay, so we got to keep our crowd about six feet apart. We're, con- we're going against uh, or going, we're finding another method uh, that also allows our clients, whereas most of our clients would generally come in and make their own choices of food. We've had to try to uh, now prepackage the food and uh, give out those bags, you know, as they are. We have kind of a uniform bag that we give out that's a nutritious bag and has a variety of foods in them. I mean, so there have been some real changes that have had to happen uh, that are really different for us in the pantry. But there are also changes that have had to happen when we're about to give out or giving out other services comes down to financial assistance. We've had to learn how to do things more virtually. Uh, we've had to learn how to uh, accept uh, documents by way of email and, uh, and learn how to communicate with our clients more by phone than, than um, face-to-face in order to keep everybody safe. Um, in our clothing rooms, unfortunately, our clients don't have as much opportunity to be able to come in and do their own choices. We've had to kind of give it to them. And, and the most unfortunate thing is that due to a lot of uh, decisions actually that were made by the state as well, we've had to kind of suspend our, um, our, our, our workforce program mm-hmm. for just a little while. Now, we've tried to keep in touch with our clients, but we've had to suspend some of those services for a little while to try to get back on course again. Yeah, that's. I, I think it's been incredible to witness kind of the creativity and the um thinking on the ground that your workers who are the frontline staff do. So we're going to head into our first break here. And then when we get back, we'll talk a little bit more with Sharon and Tal. Where do you go when you realize that you or someone you love needs assistance at home? Where can you turn and know you will get sound advice that you can trust? Catholic Charities Home to Stay program offers competent help and peace of mind to seniors and to their family members. 
Our thoroughly trained professional caregivers provide companionship, assistance with seniors' basic needs, and help with light housework, all in the comfort of a senior's own home. Schedules can be flexible, so seniors receive only the help that they need and want. Most of all, Catholic Charities has the name and reputation you can count on, with more than 100 years of experience helping people at transitions in their lives. To learn more, call 312-655-7415. That's 312-655-7415. Make the most of each day with Home to Stay. A census is about to take place in the United States. It only occurs every 10 years, and it's extremely important that we all participate. Hello, I am Cardinal Blaise Supich, here to tell you that I recently signed a proclamation of support for this nationwide initiative. I signed the proclamation because I know how critical the census is to our future. The census numbers determine political representation and the allocation of billions of dollars of federal, state, and local funds. Underserved neighborhoods especially need accurate counts so they can receive their fair share of improvements in infrastructure and services. Please respond to the 2020 Census questionnaires. This is for citizens and non-citizens alike. All information is totally confidential and will not be shared with other government agencies. We all benefit from an accurate census count. Thank you for participating and may God bless you and your families. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum and Bridget Murphy. And we are here today talking with Sharon Tillman and Tal Vanek of Catholic Charities. Uh, before the break, uh, Sharon, you were talking to us about uh, some of the services you provide in family stabilization. Can you tell us, are you seeing many new families in the pantries, and what are you hearing from clients amidst the pandemic? Well, we're certainly seeing more families. I mean, we the, the numbers here, especially in the pantries, we're serving about 47% more, 47% more people than we would have served um, this time of year you know generally this time of year as spring starts to come and folks are maybe getting back tax uh, credits and that kind of thing uh then we we kind of slow down a little bit this time of year but that certainly has not been the case this year we have seen folk coming in and folk that we haven't seen before and we're hearing people just tell us just how grateful they are that we are open um, I do understand that quite a few pantries here in Chicago have closed, but we have remained open, and we've been open to our clients. We see um, moms coming in and aunts coming in and grandmothers, because it's generally the women who are coming to the programs and looking for food for their families. So, you know, whatever they can get, they are most grateful for, but we have tried really, really hard to maintain, uh, you know, uh, 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 bag of food that can really help that family to sustain themselves for about a week's time. And they're welcome to come back as often as possible during this time. But uh, it's been, in a lot of ways, you know, it's, it's been the most difficult time, but we have seen more smiles and more thank yous probably than we have really seen in quite some time. And there's a lot of folk coming in, so trying to give them that attention and trying to get them through that line 
with the smaller staff. We have to be careful about keeping our staff safe and making sure that we've got, you know, the kind of distance that we need uh, to keep the staff safe and the, the kind of distance that we need to keep our clients safe. But uh, those clients are asking those same questions, and the new clients are really trying to figure out, you know, just what we are offering. And so they have a lot of questions, and we kind of having to have them to call back um, because we have to kind of keep things moving. Sure. But uh, it's been a robust time. Yeah. I was at a pantry on the west side, um, and a woman came in, and uh, I think she had trouble with the door at first, but then it opened, and she said, hallelujah, thank God you're here. And uh, yeah, I think yeah, that, that a lot. must be the sentiment. Sharon, yeah. you know, as as things are evolving here, I know, you know, you have staff who's working really hard. There are volunteers who are working hard alongside your staff. But what does your department need? What do these food pantries need right now more than anything else to better serve your our, your, our clients? Well, right now, we honestly need food. Uh, This has been uh, another one of those things that's so unusual about this time. I know you've been hearing a lot on the news about the food supply chain being kind of stifled. And, you know, you've been hearing the sad pieces of a lot of food that's just going to waste because it cannot be converted to uh, foods that we can use, like in grocery stores and in pantries. And so it's been really, really difficult to find really basic kind of things like uh, canned vegetables and cereals and that kind of thing. So we, we really could use food uh, right now to be able to serve these numbers of folks that can just continues to increase and continues to grow. Um, we also need folks to come out and continue to volunteer. We already have a small staff, and as we continue to see as many people as we're seeing, we need your help. Um, now, folks have been wonderful. They have been absolutely wonderful, and they have given their time to us and, and, and continue to try to help us to take care of our clients. But we always could use more volunteer help. We could use folks to pack bags. We could use folks to help us to sort through foods. We could use folks to help us to kind of keep a little... Uh, you know, keep the line going and, and the flow going. So absolutely, and I think you know to add to Sharon's point, if and we'll we'll repeat this again at the end of the show. But if you are interested in donating. Um, and or volunteering, please visit our website, www.catholiccharities.net, and you will see the food that's specifically needed in the food pantries and also where is a good spot to drop them off. Tal, we have not forgotten about you. (laughs) Don't you worry. I know both of you. We could do six shows on both of you. Um, So, Tal, I know that we have been operating our Women, Infant, and Children's Centers for more than 20 years to help provide food and nutrition education to mothers and their children. Can you share with our listeners what the goal of the WIC centers are? Yeah. So our whole goal at the WIC Food and Nutrition Centers is to tailor the shopping experience specifically for the WIC population. So everything in the store is WIC approved. And we provide also nutrition education and wraparound services. So our first goal is to have the items available that are listed on the mother's coupon. So it's an easy grab and grow experience. Our second goal is to take those foods in which they get in the package, so a can of beans, maybe some frozen fruit, fresh vegetables, and tailor the nutrition education around it, showing our clients that how to use the dry beans, how to soak them overnight, or you can put your frozen fruits in a smoothie and giving them those new ways and new ideas and providing them with a recipe so they can do it at home. And our last goal is to provide and network services relevant to our clients. So we have the photo ID program, which provides our clients with a WIC-issued ID 
to use at all our centers. Also, we have a client kiosk in our waiting room, so our WIC participants can go on WICHealth.org and complete their annual nutrition education requirements through online videos. So everything is very specific for our WIC population to help them thrive. Tell, um, I, you, you started on this path, but we're going to give our listeners a PhD in food and nutrition. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the difference between, for instance, a food pantry, like Sharon talked about, and the WIC Center. I mean, obviously, you mentioned it's tailored to moms and children, and it sounds like it's a little more hands-on and some additional services, but, but what's the difference in the experience if I go to one of Sharon's pantries versus a WIC Center? So that's a great question. Um, so our WIC food and nutrition centers are a unique shopping experience. But in order to shop at a WIC center, you need to have the orange WIC coupons that's issued by a local clinic in the Chicago area. And so in order to come in, you have to go to a WIC clinic first to get the benefit, and then you can shop with us. Unlike our pantries, they are open to all that may need food and we're just serving a specific population and we do cross network with our pantries for our WIC clients who are also struggling with food but the big difference is you have to have the WIC coupons which are orange. Got it thanks Tal. We'll be back in just a moment we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with more of uh, Food Provision 101 from Catholic (laughs) Charities. Are you an attorney who's retired or semi-retired from your practice? Catholic Charities welcomes your expertise. Whether it's a dispute with a landlord, a concern about possibly being the victim of a scam, or an issue regarding family law, clients can feel alone in the complex legal system, especially if they are unable to afford an attorney. Our volunteer attorneys answer our legal advice line, offer one-hour consultations, and conduct legal seminars. They're dedicated to informing and empowering low-income individuals as they navigate civil law issues affecting their lives. Come in when your schedule permits and share your knowledge with grateful clients. To learn more about this rewarding volunteer program, please call 312-948-6821. That's 312-948-6821. Thank you for considering Catholic Charities Legal Assistance Team. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. We'll talk with Cardinal Blaise Supich about how the COVID-19 epidemic is affecting just about every aspect of life in America, including how we worship. We'll talk about attending Mass online and how the church continues to reach out to help those in need. We'll also bring you stories about using modern technology to teach fire safety to our children and when losing your hair can be a good thing for others. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. Food pantries, home-delivered meals to seniors, evening-to-go meals for the homeless, financial assistance, counseling, and other services. These are all programs Catholic Charities has been providing for years to people in Cook and Lake Counties. And during the COVID-19 pandemic, we have worked to keep all of these programs going, never turning anyone away. 
The needs are urgent and they will grow, but we want you to know that we will be here as we always have been with food, housing, financial assistance, and ongoing support. Thank you to the many, many donors and partners helping us serve those most in need. We couldn't do it without you. Would you consider joining us too at this historic time? Go to catholiccharities.net to donate and to learn more about our volunteer opportunities. Thank you on behalf of all those we have the privilege to serve. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here. Good morning and welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum and Bridget Murphy. And we are here today talking to two heroes of Catholic Charities and also heroes of providing food to those in need throughout our archdiocese. Sharon Tillman, who is the Director of Family Stabilization Services, as well as Tal Vanek from our Women, Infant, and Children program. Tal, before the break, we were talking about the great work that you all do um, in our WIC centers. And I'm wondering, sort of similarly to Sharon's experience, what are you seeing in terms of increase? Is there is there an increase, and what is that looking like for all of you? So, yes, we've seen an uptick in our numbers of our WIC participants shopping to redeem their benefits during this time. Um, and they've been so grateful. Just like Sharon said, thank you for being open. Thank you for being here and just having the items available. Most of our WIC clients also have SNAP benefits, and they've seen the extreme hoarding at the grocery store, making it difficult to get some basic needs. So they're coming to use both benefits and coming to WIC because they know we have food. And it is so vital and important that they have that, especially being at home with their children all day where normally their child receives, you know, a meal at school and now you have the babies at home and the older children at home. So it's essential for the whole family to have food and have uh, family meals and you know, make sure that they're getting the nutrition they need. Um, we've also made some accommodations that you'd see in any other retail experience. We have the plexiglass barrier by our registers. We have the markings on the floor to indicate where the client should stand and wait during checkout. So, and we're, you know, practicing our routine cleaning of the stores and our bathroom facilities. And all our efforts are just to keep our clients and our staff safe. So we can continue to serve and our can and our clients can continue to shop for the foods that they need. Great. Um, Sharon and Tal, can you both share maybe a little bit on the the personal professional front, um, how you're both doing? We know you're putting in a lot of hours and your your teams are putting in a lot of hours. Just how how are you faring and how do you keep everyone's spirits up? Well, in the family state, um, what we're doing is just trying to really kind of, because we have such grateful clients, such clients who, you know, are, are kind of, that's what keeps us going. That's what keeps us knowing that we're needed and knowing that folks are depending on us uh, really gives us a good boost. This is a difficult time. It's a difficult time to keep ourselves safe. 
difficult time to try to keep clients safe and just different than doing things. So sometimes, you know, when change happens, it can be, uh, you know, uh, it can cause a little riff as to figure out how we're going to make this change happen. But actually, the staff themselves have been wonderful. They've been, you know, motivated and uh, staff for the most part has been coming in and willing to give up their time. This has also has been a time I think that we have stopped and had an opportunity to do a little bit more reflection to be able to actually see our faith come to light. You know, a lot of times before we began to serve in a lot of our sites, we stop and we have prayer. And during that prayer, that prayer has kind of changed a little bit. That prayer is not only praying for our clients as much as we usually do, but also kind of praying for ourselves and trying to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves. This is a time that we we could actually, you know, things just kind of go. We spend so much time taking care of the client. But uh, we also are kind of trying to be mindful of what we do to take care of ourselves as well. But it's an exciting time in a lot of ways, you know, that we know that we're just happy to be here for them. Sharon, I love that. And I, I know that um, I've seen you in action with your staff. And I know that what you're saying comes across in terms of people who are who are really, truly willing to serve. I, I, I have been blessed to be able to see that unfold. So well done, Sharon. And Tal, I know that that's the same for you as well and Uh your teams, that folks are working really hard. What, you know, in the last minute or so, what have you been seeing as well? And how are are folks staying positive and optimistic in the WIC arena? So they have just, you know, like Sharon is saying, being motivated. This is part of our core values of stewardship. We are stewards of what we do so even though there are trying times like before there were snowstorms now it's covid we understand we're essential and we are there for our our clients so i'm seeing more thank yous and people are more gracious but our staff are there on the front lines as soldiers and they are ready to serve and they know that this is why we're here. We're here for our clients, and this is a special time of need where they um, need us. So we are there to serve them. I love that, and and truly thank you to both of you for everything you are doing for people. You know, food is essential, and also the dignity of people is something we talk a lot about at Catholic Charities and also here. So thank you for being real witnesses of that in the world. And I would just like to make sure that folks know we are, as Sharon said, we are definitely in need of food. So if you are able to, please visit our website, www.catholiccharities.net, and you'll see where your closest food pantry is, and please Please, please think about dropping off or donating. Yeah, we'll also take prayers, as you heard <laughs> uh, Val and Sharon mention, you know, staff, volunteers, clients, um, as, you're, as you're saying your prayers and recognizing frontline workers, please do remember those in human services. Um, they are essential at this time and uh, are doing really fantastic work. I would also add that, you know, the after effects of the pandemic um, will mean that uh, people will need food and that helps a lot in deferring other expenses. So thanks to all of our listeners today. Marie, so great to have you back. So great to be back. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago, 
You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.